0: Right, hello YouTubers, welcome to Desert Island Games, I'm your host, GL76 Gaming, and with me tonight is a very special guest, virtual online's own Harry Yak.
1: That's Harold Rutherford Yak to you, sir.
0: Oh dear, I didn't know your Sunday name. Yes. Harold Rutherford Yak.
1: Yes, thank you. I'm incredibly upper class like that, you know.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much for coming on to this inaugural event.
1: Well, thank you very much for inviting me on it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Mr Harold what was just? I forgot you you've it already
1: um, Jonathan no, oh Rutherford yes that Johnford,
0: was Mr Harold Rutherford Jack oh just call Ho- me Harry Harry host, host of Retro On Limb uh, and the Retro On Limb podcast maker also of his own live streams from time to time and talented ter- text art maker and all-round generalised guy. Again, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, yes, that was a very flattering introduction there, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's almost that good you could have written it yourself. (coughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyway, um, no, I was just going to say, it might be strange for you um, not being a host of one of these things. Yes,
1: actually... Yeah, I've only participated in about two or three hangouts where I wasn't the host. So I'm going to take a back seat tonight and let somebody else do the editing for a change.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that could be dangerous, since it's the first time I've done it, but there you go.
1: Alive and dangerous. Yes. Broadcasting to the whole internet.
0: <laughs> all, all one viewer. <laughs> now, I should let the people who might be watching this eh, know that um, this is live, but it's aimed to be um, retrospectively viewed. Um, it's just that that's the only way we could do it is live. So I didn't publish I didn't uh, promote it or anything like that. So, not that anybody cares, but there you go.
1: <laughs> well, I care. Somebody cares, somebody out there cares.
0: Thank you, yes.
1: <laughs> it's nice to know that somebody cares.
0: Yeah, at least one person cares, so that's something. <laughs> So I don't know of anybody, well, I, know I, must, I know at least 28 people watched the uh, Desert Island games that i put up myself, um, but for anybody that's unfamiliar with it, it's basically based on the Radio 4 show Desert Island Discs, uh, which is currently presented by Christy Young, a good Scottish lady, like myself. Well, I'm not a lady, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um yeah, it's, it's it's the same idea uh, as that. So, picking Instead of picking your um, discs, you pick retro games. Um, so that's what I've asked yourself to do, and I'll ask you about them in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to say? I'm sure there's something else to say. Yeah, they're, they're the other thing is that on this, uh, people get to pick their favourite book and a luxury item so i will be asking you that later as well but i believe you've not got a book is that right? i
1: may i may have one i might make one up off the top of my head
0: uh, if not it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> so without further ado i might as well just go on with the with his choices so do you remember what your first choice is
1: No, could you please remind me what that is? (laughs) I'll
0: do it. Uh, According to my list, you chose Fruit Machine for the Amstrad CPC.
1: Yes, and this is Amsoft's version of the game, I'd like to point that out, which is the simpler version. And I spent many an hour playing this and trying to top the scoreboard. You see, beating the game isn't that hard, but (laughs) being the highest placed human player on the scoreboard, it gives you a huge sense of satisfaction, like being at the arcade. You see, every member of our household would play it and it would be a big challenge to see who would get to the top of the leaderboard. Uh,
0: I was just about to ask, was that, I think it was more than one person in the household that was playing it then, yeah. Yes,
1: it would be kind of boring if it were just yourself, I'd say. Mm. Well, especially, con- <laughs> especially considering you get no real money from it.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. It? I used to always hate that when you played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and you got the million pound but you didn't actually get the million pound.
1: Well, no, because I cheated, so they would have taken it away from me anyway, because it's the equivalent of taking your iPad along and looking up the answers. So, hold on, Chris. I'm just looking up the answer to this question. Give me a minute.
0: <laughs> or you could try Coffin, you know, like that guy that done
1: it. <laughs> Taquin <Ta-quan-wittig. laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, there's more than one fruit machine? Game yes. Oh, all right.
1: But the other ones aren't worth mentioning. They're actually better, but I've never played them. I've never needed any other Fruit Machine game.
0: That's fine. Because <laughs> so, I was, I was going um, to be displaying pictures of the games that you chose, but as discussed pre-show, I couldn't work out how to do it. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad now, because I don't know if I actually got the correct screenshot now that you mentioned there was more than one. So.
1: Oh, I could have sent it to you. I still have all my... Amstrad tapes. I'll let you into a little secret here. Yeah. My Amstrad is currently non functioning and that is because mainly because my monitor was destroyed more than ten years ago. Foolishly I threw it away, I should have kept it.
0: (sighs) Oh, we all done that. We all threw things away and gave things away, not not thinking that we might enjoy them again in the future.
1: Well, it was broken, mm-hmm. but I could have taken yeah. it somewhere and somebody could have fixed it. But I thought, being mm-hmm. only about 14 at the time, oh, no places will still fix this stuff and I don't have any money.
0: You also didn't know eh digital in 1979 at that point either?
1: No. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. See, there you go. If I could have seen into the future, I would have <laughs> said to myself, I'll go back in time and say, Hey, you, don't throw that away. <laughs> you idiots. Oh, yeah. That's going to be worth
0: £10,000 in the future. How long <laughs> in the future? 100 years. You'll be dead
1: by then. God.
0: <laughs> Hence, it's a wonderful thing.
1: But mm. I think it is a very simple game, as I said, and it typifies the game, the type of game that I like, because I like those more relaxing, easier games. You can call me a wuss for that if you wish. <laughs> it's no. because I think it's because I'm a bit of a stress head in real life, and I need mm. video games to calm me down, and that's one of the reasons for playing. Video games, so once you give me a challenge, I'm no good at something, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but there you game. go. Video games are your drug, basically. Yes! Mm. Yeah, I can relate to that.
1: Except they're not going to come and lock me up for it. Or are they? If they see my channel, they might.
0: Well, <laughs> I hope nobody's watching this. <laughs> <laughs> quick, take Do it have...
1: down! Take us off the air, quick!
0: <laughs> First broadcast taken off the air. <laughs> yeah. Do you you have a love for fruit machines in general or is it just this kind of game that you like?
1: I used to as a kid. I was slightly addicted to them because I would go and pump many a pound coin into these machines at Butlins and these holiday camps. But I came to realise that after I lost about £10 in 30 minutes, I thought, what's the point of this? You're just losing too much money. Might as well go back home and play on Amstrad's fruit machine. (laughs) For free? (laughs) But, um, yeah, I guess there's some of a nostalgia element to it because, as I said, it's not that great a game. It's extremely simplistic. And yeah. the feature, you know how you get features on a fruit machine? Yeah. Well, the fruit machine Amsoft equivalent of a, of a feature is just three spinning grills and that's it.
0: <laughs> that's very basic.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah. The Amstrad CPC was coded in BASIC, wasn't it? So that's an own. interesting connection. there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I've got a couple of uh, friends who play puggies, as we call. Them. I don't know if you call them puggies in England, but I've got a couple of mates that played it, addicted to them. And my mate one night, he won. He must have won about six or seven pounds in this puggy. And I was like, brilliant, quite well ahead, but he didn't. He just kept putting it all back uh, well, in. Lost it all.
1: That's how they'll do you, you know. Yes. Well, the best way to win on fruit machines is to watch all the other people. Just sit in the corner with your beer, just watching all the people pump the pound coins in, going "Oh," and then knowing when to jump on is a skill, and taking all those guys' money and walking away like that kid out of that episode of Mister Bean with all the pound coins in his shirt.
0: <laughs> I remember that episode actually. A lor- so basically, be a worker. Sorry. Be a worker. Be, be a worker. Be a worker. Lurker, l- l- what, as in, uh, L-U-R-K-E-R, L-U-R-K-E-R. Oh, right, sorry.
1: Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. But not on the internet.
0: No. Anyway, um, the next game was um, Super, Super Mario Bros. 3. Yes, yeah, so
1: I believe we're going in roughly chronological order here, but I went and looked up... Well, I'm giving this away now. I actually <laughs> do know the names of the games that I have given him. And I went nah. and looked up the year that they were released... Surprising! I tried to send them you in chronological order, but unfortunately, there's a few out of position. It surprised me because in your in your memory, you think a game is a little bit later than it actually was. And I always thought Super Mario Brothers 3 was released around 93 and 94. It was so technically advanced, I thought.
0: Yeah.
1: But it was actually released in 91 in Japan, I think it was.
0: So by the time the Mega Drive got released in the UK. Nintendo were all already on to Super Mario Three. I've got my years correct.
1: Yeah, approximately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I did have Super Mario Brothers One, and I picked Mario Three rather than that, because again, because I think it's an easier game. Other people might disagree with me. I know Woodling Thirty Seven doesn't. Was it Chris Ashant? It's one of those two guys mm-hmm. said that it was really difficult on World Eight. But anyway. It's the version of Mario that I played the most, and it's the one that I'd come back to again and again and again. And I think it's just the size of it and the variety of the levels, and of course,
0: the music. Of course, of course. Well, that's, uh, I was going to, you just answered the question I was going to ask. I was going to ask you why you picked that one as opposed to the, the first two. So hmm. you've already preempted my qu- first question.
1: Yeah, I think an element in this is actually that. My dad completed Mario Brothers 1 before me, so I thought, oh, what's the point in having this game anymore? My dad's beaten me on it. <laughs> oh, so I went and got Mario 3. Actually, I lie. I borrowed it, because in those days, Nintendo cartridges were incredibly expensive, so you either, either rented them or stole them slash borrowed them from friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think my dad would know what a video game is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> video games? What are these video games? I've never heard of them.
0: I do seem to recollect once playing them at a game of pong back in who,
1: 1982.
0: Who won? I can't remember. Probably Dad. <laughs> Probably him.
1: That's why he's never heard of them. If it'd have beat you, he would have no. gotten into the whole thing. That's why kids, you've got to let your dads win at video games because they'll buy you more consoles then that they can beat you on.
0: Ah, that's where it, that's why uh one I had an Atari sixty five XE instead of a Commodore. Mm. I should've I should have let him won. <laughs> oh well. Lesson learned. <laughs> um what do you think of uh, the modern Mario's? The new have you played the new ones?
1: I haven't no. The newest Mario game I would have played would be Mario sixty four, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Excuse me. A lot of people gave that game stick retrospectively for the, the camera angles and the, the iffy 3D effects. But at the time, you've got to remember, this was absolutely cutting edge and amazing. I remember getting it for Christmas in about, well, it would have been a few years after the N64 was released, about 98, 99. And it was just amazing. The first time I played it was actually in an Argos. You know, they used to have the demonstration console set up. An argos and yes, in Argos, Argos catalogue store, for those outside the UK. <laughs> a bit like uh, Walmart, I guess. I don't I know, actually. Uh,
0: I can't remember them having consoles set up, but I can't say I was in them very often, right enough.
1: Hmm. The only reason I used to go to these places was to go and play on them. <laughs> play <laughs> on the games. I remember Comet used to have this place based on Games Master. I think it was the Consultation Zone or something like that. It was like <laughs> a corner of the shop with all consoles set up so you could go and try out the games. And I used to beg my mother and father, can we go, can we go, on a Saturday, so we'd just go and play the game, even if it was just for five minutes.
0: And your mother and father said, for goodness sake, Harry, you're 26. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was only last week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I do remember uh, Retail Park when I was younger, it had a Dixons or a or a comet and they had like um spectrums and things set up. I remember that briefly. can't remember consoles being set up mm. anyway, there you go. Um so your next game um I am just doing this naughty sent <laughs> but um I could have mixed them up to confuse you, but um anyway the next game is Zelda 3.
1: Yep. And so again,
0: sorry. It's
1: okay. <laughs> Going on the chronological theme, again, this is one that I thought was released later, but this was 1991. I looked it up. For an early SNES card, it's absolutely monumental, and that's not just because there's lots of places to get stuck, which I still do, incidentally. Again, it's the sheer scale of the game, I say. By comparison, I say my first two choices are quite easy games, Well, this one is... Rock hard by comparison. I would never have completed it without consulting a strategy guide. And right. you got a little black booklet that came packaged with the European version of the game. And right. it said on the front, Do not open unless you are really stuck. So naturally <laughs> I opened it straight away and uncovered all the secrets.
0: <laughs> they, had a, they had something, well not similar, but some in Monkey Island 2. Um, you can get to a part of the game and you can, there's a little phone attached to a tree and you can phone a number on it and it gives you tips.
1: Oh, that's that's yeah. a good idea, isn't yeah. it?
0: You don't... It just goes to an in-game phone operator or not, obviously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you, you ring it in the game and all of a sudden your phone in your house rings. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, somebody out there, it must have happened to someone that they were playing on the game and you picked up the phone in the game and the phone in real life rang. Oh. And then you picked up the phone... And it was the person from the game.
0: <laughs> that happened to myself and my wife for watching that film, uh, the, the Ring. The Ring. <laughs> and then, I swear to God, we were watching it, and uh, the phone went. <laughs> Don't answer the phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Oh, was it phone box or something like that? Where there's the phone guy booth? in phone booth. Yeah. Yeah. Was the guy know. in the phone booth? That is a reason never to go and answer a ringing phone.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, who is that? And I'll try to remember the name of that. The name of that.
1: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't
0: matter. No, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, so, I mean, I have to confess, I've never actually owned uh, Super NES, so I've not played Zelda 3 myself.
1: Hmm. Well, I've actually picked two SNES games tonight, which is the most populous of all the consoles. Um, Conscious of the fact I ha- I'm going to give this away now, I haven't picked any <laughs> PS1 or PS... PS2 games, no. So, yeah, the SNES SNES and the Mega Drive for me were the two consoles that I played the most as a kid because I got a Nintendo Entertainment System first Mm. and then a partexed it for a SNES and then a couple of years later I was bought for Christmas a Mega Drive 2. So, yeah, so basically to me, given an equal bill in both consoles.
0: Cool. Um so the next one uh, is this nice one again and it's Super Mario Kart.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes. See, I'd like to make a point about this. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder why the heck would, why the heck would Mario and his friends ever have a kart race? Because I never saw any racetracks in the Mushroom Kingdom or Dinosaur Land in the previous games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was just maybe it was just hidden?
1: Yes indeed. Maybe we've got to search harder in the earlier games. Maybe the yeah. clues are there, as Lloyd Grossman
0: yeah. would say. <laughs> who would live in a land like this? Who
1: would who would play a game like that? That was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> Continue <laughs> with the show.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe we can edit that out, I don't know. <laughs> um yeah, I, I didn't have an awful lot of questions prepared for Super Mario Kart, to be mm. honest with you. Um,
1: well, we could go back to something I had prepared for, that I was going to say for Zelda 3, that we moved yes.
0: on. Yes, oh, sorry, I didn't
1: uh, <laughs> It's okay. I was going to bring it up again, because this is generally what happens on the Retro and Lim live stream. Yeah. I come back to something two and three hours later. <laughs> it's so long. But yeah. I think there's something about Zelda 3's parallel world idea that struck a chord with me that there's this world almost the same as our own but besieged by evil and as a kid i'd look at my high street and i'd i'd wonder what it would be like if everything was run down and broken like it was in the game but of course these days i don't have to imagine that because it's come true
0: <laughs> you just put it to it you don't have to imagine it it's it's life.
1: <laughs> and, and we literally do have pigmen with pointy things walking around the street
0: <laughs> yeah, it, usually in my case it's uh, little Chavs with bottles of Buckfast.
1: So yeah, for mm-hmm. Zelda three, read Glasgow High Street.
0: Yes. No, well, not Gla- well Glasgow, yes, but more specifically uh, Blantyre.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> That's me just giving my location away. That's good.
1: Okay, I was going to so- say Wigan, but nobody knows where that is, unfortunately.
0: Well, it's in Lancashire. I don't know that much.
1: Oh, that's in Manchester, isn't it? Shut up or I'll punch you. Lancashire. Lancashire.
0: <laughs> it's not too far, is it? Is it near Blackburn? It's it Blackburn?
1: approximately equidistant from Liverpool, Preston and Manchester, I would say. It's in the middle of that little triangle, the Bermuda Triangle. It, yeah. No, what is it? It's the flat cap triangle, because it's the <laughs> northwest, West, isn't it?
0: I've spent a bit of time in that area because uh, my wife and her family are from are from Blackburn. Oh really? Yeah, yeah.
1: Boo, Blackburn suck. boo. Sorry, support Wigan Athletic, I have to say that. I've <laughs>
0: been I've been to one premiership game in my life and that was a Blackburn game. Oh uh, really? Blackburn against Sunderland. When was that? Oh, that would have been Would it be
1: around about the time that they won the Premier League?
0: No, 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 it's much later than that, because I didn't Mm. meet my wife until 2001. It would have been early to mid-2000s. I remember at the time, I think, Jason McAteer had already moved to Sunderland.
1: Oh yes, one of the Spice Boys, wasn't he, at Liverpool?
0: Because there was a lady sitting next to me in the crowd uh, who tried to invade the pitch to to attack Jason McAteer (laughs) (laughs) Because he was a former Blackburn player. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep. can we read some comments out? because oh, it we seems we've any? got a few it seems we have a few Could comments
0: go for it, I don't know <laughs> because
1: uh, Stroro says he knows where Wigan is, I'm born and bred oh I didn't know you were from Wigan I always thought you were from Charlie
0: <laughs> oh mate right.
1: near uh, Blackburn <laughs> 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 sorry I,
0: I can't even, I can't see the comments myself because i have not got at home. <laughs>
1: Oh, I have a separate window open with the stream running. That's what I usually do. It's a bit of a bodge job, but it works.
0: To be honest, if I'd done that, my computer would probably die.
1: Well, Strawro says, he asks, are you going to be doing these live?
0: Yes, um, Stroro, um this was not intended to be... Um, this first edition wasn't intended to be live as such. It was intended to be seen retrospectively, but I'm delighted that people have found it, it's brilliant Um, I will do it live and and, uh, promote it in the future it's just because this is the first episode and it's the first time I've hosted anything like this so I want to make sure it went without a hitch with, you know in case I make an arse of myself
1: or in case I deliberately um, do something naughty or sabotage the show, that's the word I was looking for
0: so well <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't think you would do that.
1: Or would I? So <laughs> <laughs> we get back to the games do you think.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um So that was so are you are you finished with Sailor 3 Do you want to move on to Yes, you?
1: yes. Uh, Sorry to take you back in my script yeah. though.
0: No, I s I I wanna had I wanna had a few questions prepared um for each game. Okay. The uh, only no, thing I was going to say about Super Mario Kart is, how does it compare in your experience to to kind of similiar games mm. s- such as Gran Turismo? Do you prefer that kind of game? <sighs>
1: um, I'll start off by saying I haven't played any of the subsequent Mario Kart games like Mario Kart Seven and the hundreds and hundreds of iterations that they've put out on uh, Wii, GameCube, Mario sixty four. Incidentally, I saw Mario Kart 64 for 15 quid in cash converters the other day. I didn't buy it because I'm idiot, an idiot. Oh, but no. it's, it's a tough choice. It's like choosing between your children, isn't it? No. Gran Turismo or Mario Kart. I think I'm going to have to pick Mario Kart because of the nostalgia mm-hmm. factor again. it's You really feel as though you're controlling a 3D kart. In a 3D world, but you're not. Of course, it's the game's tricking you into thinking it's 3D. It's all complex sprite trickery, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I, I guess I meant probably more. Uh, what I meant more was um, the style of game, kind of arcade versus simulation. It's probably mm. more. more uh, what I meant to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's me misunderstanding your question like an idiot.
0: No, not at all. It's, it's a bad, badly worded question, really.
1: I think there's room for both, mm-hmm. because as much as I really, really like the Gran Turismo games, mm-hmm. there's, there really is a place for the arcade style, because, <clears throat> excuse me, having said that though, I don't think Gran Turismo should start bringing in banana peels and things like that, to knock people off the out of the car. <laughs> It'd be interesting though.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe a hidden mode that you, that, you, that you unlock, in Gran Turismo 6 they could do stuff like that.
1: <laughs> I should submit that we should submit that I should say yes. the amount yes. of in the game
0: we could make money
1: yes there's money to be made
0: <laughs> yeah actually in the latest Standard Reason that came out uh, a year or so ago uh, the fifth one there's carts in it no, not Mario carts but there's carts in it
1: oh yes because yeah. when I first got the game yeah. you get each week I believe or each month you get a token for a free car And the first car that I got was actually a cart. And I thought, oh, you get a free cart at the beginning of the game. So I went straight on to one of the seasonal challenges and battered everybody on that and earned about 10 million quid. And I thought, I've broken this game already. I've only had it for two weeks and already I've got 10 million credits.
0: But, oh, you did. You did break it.
1: No, I didn't literally break no. the game by I taking I it s- out of the console. <laughs> and no. I,
0: I, I sensed a butt coming. <laughs> yeah. I, spent, I spent an unbelievable time trying to unlock the Top Gear track in that game.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, The only time I've ever been on the Top Gear track in that game was on one of the challenges with the Volkswagen camper vans. And yeah. I never got farther than that.
0: They were, those were... Nearly impossible.
1: Yes. See, it's exposing my true nature as a gamer. I'm terrible. I need things to help me.
0: Same here. I'm exactly yeah. the same way myself.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I've even got a video gaming channel. Something I say to people, oh, I've got a video game channel. Oh, you any good at games? Hell no. <laughs> well, why have you got a channel then? I have no idea.
0: That's always a disclaimer I put on any walkthroughs or playthroughs that I do I always say this is not um, aimed at helping people it's just me playing the game, playing bad. the game badly so, I'm not, not texting Steve Benway, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean Anyway, I, think we better now, I do see game, what you mean yes I do see yeah. what you mean <laughs> The next game was um, Road Rash on the Mega Drive
1: Yeah it's a completely different type of racing game to Mario Kart just as we were talking about the about having hidden modes in Gran Turismo. Wouldn't it be great if you could wind down the window in Gran Turismo and just punch somebody? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Road Rash is. It's obviously a bike racing game, which is a separate genre. And it was released before Mario Kart, so it's not a Mario Kart clone. You've got those hundreds and hundreds of subsequent clones that came out on all those different consoles. I even saw a Gomon kart racer. Paul DeVentris was playing that in one of his live streams last week and I thought, it's called Crazy Karts or something like that. But I thought, oh, geez, how low will some of these people sink in trying to emulate the success of Mario Kart? Just leave it be.
0: You'll never beat Mario Kart.
1: No. Stop trying to... Stop releasing new racing games. Just keep releasing Super Mario Kart for new consoles and I'll be happy. Yay. Retro (laughs) rules. (laughs)
0: <laughs> indeed um, have you played the Playstation 1 version of Road Rash?
1: I have played the PC version and mm. it's somewhere hanging around on my shelf but I've not played it for a few years but Road Rash on the Mega Drive is the one that I keep going back to and the evidence for that is actually on my channel because I keep going back to do another video and another video and it was the first video that I put up on my channel, I did a video review of it that was five years ago now, jeez. I'm getting on a bit,
0: especially in YouTube ask, terms. Yeah, I was going to ask how long you've had the channels for five years.
1: Yes, it's the five-year anniversary. I'm planning something to celebrate. We're thinking of doing a five-year live stream. Exclusively <laughs> revealed. I'm not going <laughs> to reveal anything else, though.
0: So you get all the exclusives on Desert Island Games. <laughs> yes.
1: But, again, it's one of those games that offers a legitimate challenge in fact on the later stages it's really really difficult but the idea of winning cash for races and using that to buy a better bike is what appeals to me and although super hang did this in greater detail that's more of an arcade based game we were talking about arcade games yeah. this uh, i don't know how you'd describe it i'd make it more of a simulation type thing <laughs> beating people up on motorbike simulation
0: <laughs> yeah you could you could build up your weapons
1: yes you've got trunctions and I think that's it in the first one but in the second one you can get chains and things like that
0: mm. yeah I must admit this is the first game on your list so far that, um, that I can say, safely say I've got experience of because um, I've spent many a time playing Road rash, <laughs> um back in the day I also got it when I I got my Mega Drive earlier this year. I think it's road. It was either Road Rash or Road Rash 2 came with it, but can't get it damn thing to work. Oh, love so not worry. Just keep
1: putting it in and switching it off and on again. Sometimes that works, but be careful, kids. If you've got a battery backup cartridge, that will sometimes wipe it. You uh, have been warned.
0: I've. This is, this is going to sound rude, but <laughs> I've blown into it so many times, but I just can't get that. Bad boy to work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you say that you've played it as well. Did you ever get up to the final stage? No. (laughs) Oh, geez. Each new bike that you buy, you literally have to sit down and learn it because, well, it's most apparent if you cheat. If you put in a cheat at the beginning, having only raced with the first original bog-standard bike, and then jumping straight to the fastest bike in the game. That's complete suicide because you'll fly off at the first corner. And sometimes you'll just when you're trying to turn, you'll just fly off for no reason. Artificial difficulty or something.
0: Oh I, so, I just thought I was just bad at the game. Maybe <laughs> that's <laughs> why it wasn't.
1: Yeah. It's funny, I don't know how I managed to complete that because that is so hard on the final level. It is.
0: I got um you mentioned Super Han uh, I got that uh, that was one of the first games I bought myself when I got my Mega Drive earlier this year and I find that game incredibly hard. I've not even get past I've not even completed the easy level. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's that the arcade mode?
0: Super Han- yeah, arcade mode, Super Hanon, yeah.
1: Oh, jeez, I went back to that last year to try and complete the whole thing. I was going to do a playthrough, but I found that I could only do the first two stages. So that went completely out of the window, because I thought, I'm going to actually have to invest some time into this, and I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. You know, just screw putting time into making videos. <laughs> I want to it's play so games.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a very similar situation. I was going to do a Super one as well, but I was just going to embarrass myself, so... Here's a good
1: idea. Why don't you steal other people's playthroughs and just commentate over the top of them? I did that once. You (laughs) did? Yes. (laughs) I did it for Terminator on the Mega Drive. I couldn't complete it myself. Terminator is one of those games where (laughs) the first level is the hardest. It's like a back-to-front game. If you get past the first level, then you're good as gold. But I went back to it and found, I can't even get past that first level. Who designed this nonsense? so what I did was I went on to the Cubex account and looked around and sure enough someone had posted so I asked the author if I could do a commentary over the top of it and they said yeah which was great because I'd already commentated on it and I thought <laughs> oh if he says no I'm screwed
0: oh, I was going to ask did you get permission so you did that's good
1: yes I always get permission these days i learned that the hard way I'm not going to go into that
0: yes copyright Didn't strikes wait. Oh, yeah. I think I I had one of them once, but it's cleared up now.
1: Yes, I had a copyright strike. Oh, about. This is showing my age. It must have been about six years ago now. But it was cleared when they brought in the whole legacy thing. I've learnt my lesson. I've taken a slap on the wrist, and I'm a reformed character.
0: Why don't they just let us use music and things? Just think of the videos you can make. And you're only promoting. You're only promoting fins you're not trying to steal it i mean my view is if if you're not making money out of it then why not do it why not let us do it
1: yeah that's why i think Uh it's a good thing that youtube's got these advertising things because then the advertisers and the owners of the ips can come in and say oh instead of pulling your video down completely and giving you a copyright strike we'll just put a little advertisement at the bottom i think it's a good compromise personally so Uh that's a good thing advertisers Yes. Capitalism and socialism working in harmony.
0: So for all you advertisers out there watching Desert Island games this let's just do that.
1: Let's do it, yes.
0: Yeah. Um so I think I think we we'll go on to the next game which is... Good idea. Yeah Before we get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> internet, internet, International Superstar Soccer sixty four.
1: Hmm. There's a story behind this. Hmm. And I was going to make a video about this way back at the beginning of my channel when I was considering being a bit of an angry video game nerd clone. And I'd scripted out a whole six or seven page script, maybe even more, and I still have it somewhere. And I got the assets, I got the footage, and everything was scripted out with time codes. And then I didn't do it. I don't know why, but the story behind me getting it, is I was looking to buy a football game for the Nintendo 64. came into a bit of cash for my birthday. And this was when these games had only just come out the, that month or in the previous two months. Mm. And there were only two real choices at the time with regards to football games on the N64. You had FIFA 64 mm. and International Superstar Soccer. Now, apparently, FIFA was absolutely horrible, according to the magazines, so there was only really one choice, and I completely, I totally don't re- regret it one bit.
0: Yeah, i seen your, I seen your video at um, Play Expo. you were when you were on a hunt for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes, it's criminal, the fact that it wasn't there. They had it last time, and I filmed it, mm-hmm. and right, if I see it this year, I'm going to camp on it, and I'm going to beat absolutely everybody that comes along. And in fact, next year I might do that. So I'll come for the whole weekend and on the Sunday I'll just set up my own come and beat Harry Yackert International Superstar Soccer stand and people can come and I'll charge them five quid a go. Yes, money-making That's,
0: scheme. <laughs> so is that a good money-making scheme to me?
1: There's money to be made.
0: I played um, ISS on the PlayStation 1 and I'm not sure if it's the same the same version I'm getting well obviously I don't know if it's. I don't know if they're similar or different or whatever because I've not mm. played 64 but I just remember I loved the commentary on the on the game it was like I'm sure they had a Spanish commentary on it and, it, and when you score the goal it would go Scorchio <laughs>
1: <laughs> Was that ISS Pro on the Playstation?
0: Oh maybe it was ISS Pro maybe Oh that
1: was, that was a classic game as well I used to play that round in a mate's house it would always beat me but Many years later, I regret not getting it. Obviously, I can get it now. I can just get it for 50 pence from yeah. eBay. But I regret not getting it because, faced with a choice between Actual Soccer and ISS Pro, I decided to go for Actual Soccer on the PS1 because, on the sole reason, oh, I've already got ISS 64. So what's yes. the point in getting another ISS game? That's quite logical. And yeah. I regret that because it's such an awesome game. Excuse me game. But... Uh, yeah. I rented ISS 98 quite a lot. Hmm. It's a great series, the ISS series. It's PES now, isn't it? Pro Evolution Soccer. Yes,
0: yes. And in, what's it called? World Soccer something in Japan? can't quite remember. We're winning 11 or something. We're 11. Like yeah, we're in 11,
1: that's it. On that point, actually, going back to ISS 64, mm-hmm. I considered last year getting a Japanese N64 for the express purpose of getting, I think it's called JQ World Soccer, which was the precursor to YSS 64, because I love the game so much. I was going to go and get the original Japanese version (laughs) with all the Japanese names and Japanese teams in it because I've seen some videos on YouTube and it looked hilarious, the commentary. Every so often it breaks into this this English English commentary. Yeah, 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 go, 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 go.
0: That's a bit of an expense to just get that one game, isn't
1: it? <laughs> I know, but that's how much I love the game. See, what's great about this is I don't usually get the chance to talk about the games that I really, really love because I think if I make videos about them, oh, that's boring, I'm just waxing lyrical and yeah. people aren't going to be interested in that. And oh, look, he, he liked that game. And it's harder to be funny about games that you really love.
0: Yeah. And it must be it must be easier for you to... Talk about them when you're not under pressure to be the host. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you you mentioned about the commentary there. Mm. It's, it's what I love about the game. It's crazy. The guy he never shuts up. Sometimes, sometimes he's still finishing other pre-recorded clips before he realizes that you've scored. He's still <laughs> saying something that he was starting to say 30 seconds ago when the players are going back to the halfway line <laughs> for kickoff. I want, to track, I want to track down the guy who did the commentary and see what he's up to these days because I bet he just got paid his fee and forgot all about it after that. But I want to bring the spotlight back on him.
0: There was a good chance it might just have been the guy that designed the game. Is that nothing so. Ah, yes. Uh.
1: I think it was a Japanese game, though, so they just got the first oh, person yeah. that could speak English to off the street. Yeah. We'll give you a 100 yen to do this. Great. <laughs> I'll do it. Can you speak English? Kind of. You yeah. right.
0: Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a great choice. That's a great choice. No, superstar soccer. I have to admit. Yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> That's the <laughs> first
1: time you've praised me on one of my selections. Oh, I do apologise.
0: <laughs> they're, <all> joi- <laughs> they're all good choices. Um, just but, didn't think you'd say it before. But
1: I've got another point on the game. Actually, what sure. I really liked about it was the customization. Because I'd never seen anything like that, except on Striker on the Mega Drive. I mean, yeah, you could change the team names and player names, but that was it. But this took the customization to a whole new level. I remember you could change the custom stats and player faces. I remember exclaiming, select player face, yeah, you know, on that (laughs) screen. Because I'd never seen anything like that before. Of course you could only have about thirty six predetermined faces, but that's still pretty mind blowing. For me it was.
0: When when did that come out? Late nineties, would it be? Nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. I have it here in front
1: of me because <laughs> I'm organised like that, which is unusual. <laughs>
0: uh did you play sensible, wor- sensible world of soccer? On which console? <laughs> on any on any console.
1: I probably have, but yeah. You know, I never liked that style of game because it stemmed from a time when I rented Dino Dini's Soccer from a video game shop, which is roughly similar. I don't know if it's from the same software house or something, isn't it? But it's definitely modelled on that. And I thought, this isn't the game for me because the possession is so slippery, if you know what I mean. Am I thinking of the same game here?
0: Dino Dino's soccer. That that was that that was a follow-up to um, the kickoff games, wasn't it?
1: Hmm. I might be getting confused here. <laughs> There's so many different lines of football games. It's easy to get them blurred into one. But
0: there was definitely a game called Dino. Dino. Do Dino's soccer. Well, I, I, I get the guy's name wrong, but there was yeah. definitely. Uh, what are sure, Sorry.
1: So oh, sorry, I keep interrupting you. It's your show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was just going to say, that I'm sure um, there was kickoff, and then obviously the subsequent kickoffs. Then there was Dino Ordini's soccer, and then I think there was one called Goal, and I think it was all the same series. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. If I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, but I never liked Dino Ordini's. Mm. I always thought, looking at the name on the front of the box, he was a footballer. But well, no, he was the programmer. <laughs> he had this really Brazilian name, as if he was some big international superstar, Dino Dini, like Pele. But, but he was just the programmer, some guy in his bedroom.
0: Donadoni, the Italian for him.
1: Donadoni. Is is that a local doner kebab meat shop? Uh,
0: yes. Drum roll. Awkward oh,
1: silence. Uh...
0: No, but no, I was just. <laughs> Just when you mentioned drum roll, I was looking at, uh, I was looking at the things you can do in Google Handouts, and I was going to do drum rolls, but I forgot about it, so never mind.
1: Yeah, but um. ISS64, I did pay full price for it, and I properly got my money's worth out of it. I can destroy the computer on the hardest difficulty setting, thanks to some cheesy ways of scoring. Yes, <laughs> although unfortunately they fixed that in the later editions.
0: Boo. Hmm. That's what I liked about Sensible Soccer. Um, there wasn't a difficulty level as such. The game was just difficult based on what team you were playing against. I don't like difficulty levels in football games.
1: Yeah, I don't like difficulty at all because I'm a wuss.
0: Yes, I still play FIFA on a uh, semi professional level.
1: Oh, don't bother with that. <laughs> just play on the regular level.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm very much
1: a crap games player myself. <laughs> FIFA, great game, yes. I just like to say that all you badmouthers, FIFA in, back in the day was a, an incredible title. It's an, this juggernaut now, and everybody gives it a, a stick, but you got to remember back then, it was a fantastic game. It was the, one of the best football games out there. So there you go. There you go. Some oh, love so, for FIFA. That
0: that uh, reminds me, I was doing I was doing my I got a video video um, a, a couple of months ago, or a few weeks ago, and um, I was showing my PlayStation One games, and one of the games I had is a uh, FIFA World Cup 98, just a normal game, I thought to myself, but somebody came on and commented saying, you've got a rare version of that game, It's it's got a kind of, um, what do you call it, a kind of glossy cover or something. Oh really? Apparently it's worth money, I didn't, I didn't even know. Oh is it? It was um it was uh only forty nine pence. <laughs> oh. It was generators.
1: Yeah. Oh have a look on eBay, they might be worth something. You can yeah. pick another one up, a non shiny one for fifty P and sell that one for a hundred pounds yes. and then you could buy uh hold on a minute, uh, twenty FIFA's, yes. Yes. Mm. Hold on a minute, it... that was wrong, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> oh it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, The next game on your list, according to my list, is Pokémon Green for the Game Boy.
1: Well, that is correct, and it's incorrect at the same time, because when I selected this game, when I submitted this game to you, I wasn't being completely honest, because the specific version that I want on my desert island is the bootleg green English version. Right. Now, I've got to point out that I'm not an almost fan of Pokémon, but finding this cartridge made me go back to the game and see all, complete it to see all the hilarious machine translations. And I've picked out a few examples if you'd like to hear them. And I'm sure the people in the stream, the people on the podcast would like to hear them, I should say. All okay, two of them. Right, there's a mountain man says this. He says, I, having lived in a mountain for a very long time, will never let the foreigner tyrannise here. <laughs> And another trainer says, "How strong the children in the nowadays are." <laughs> Got some that's, more. Oh, they get better. They that's get better. Like Yoda.
0: Carry on. It sounded like what? Sorry. Yoda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> strong in the children nowadays. <laughs> well, here's another one for you to add to, to the collection. <laughs> what a pity! This house has been stolen by thieves. <laughs> I should just qualify. Somebody had broken into the house and stolen something from it. They hadn't stolen the whole house because the house was clearly there on the screen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These are hidden gems, aren't they?
1: Oh yes, indeed. I urge you to go and play it, even if you don't like Pokemon because, in a way, it's got me into Pokemon through the back door because my brother was really into it back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I would Sneak the odd game on it. And I thought, "Ah, oh, this is quite interesting. But I didn't really have the time to sink into it. It was only many years later that I stumbled across this bootleg and I thought, oh, this looks interesting. I'm definitely playing through this. Here's a final quote for you. This is the best one. Mate. Do you know unimaginable rainbow trout that can't be bought in the shop? <laughs> <laughs> what? The game is full of weird lines like that. So go, on, that, go
0: and get it. Is that because uh, Japanese is not translating properly into English? So obviously, then, yeah.
1: Well, somebody left mm-hmm. a comment on one of my videos saying the reason why it's so badly translated is because it was translated to Korean from Japanese and then to English. So, right. <laughs> so that's not really a good route to go. And I'm pretty certain that this was released a couple of years before the Pokemon games were released in Britain maybe even America. So this was around, around about the time, because the green version was never released in the Western world, it was only released in Japan. Right. And that's as far as my knowledge goes on that, unfortunately. But
0: Unfortunately, I've got no knowledge on Pokemon whatsoever because I've never played it in my life. Um, but I'm, I want to play it now. <laughs> Just see <laughs> serious translation. Oh,
1: after. Finishing the green, English version, I went on to start Pokemon Crystal. And that's it. I didn't get very far in it, but it kind of got me into it. I mean, I was a little bit too old for the whole Pokemon craze.
0: Well, that, that's what I was going to say, and I don't mean this to... It's probably said Pokemon was going to come out of their own way, but I, I, thought, I thought Pokemon was just kind of like a kid's game. That's, that's, why, exactly. I, that's why I overlooked it, I suppose.
1: Mm. it's exactly what it is it's a kids game I was explaining this to my brother yesterday actually I was saying but it clearly is a kids game and he said no it's not it's for children of all ages but <laughs> it it's a fun game but it is aimed at children It's an... oh there you go we're going back to the beginning aren't we very simple games it's yeah. a very simple game you could breeze through it in a few hours one afternoon if you know what you're doing and it's just a fun time sinker, really.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, Woodland 37 likes um, Pokemon games. I've seen, him, I've seen him get on a bit on his channel before. Mm. He, he bought, uh, I think it was the last pickup video, he got that new Pokemon that came out.
1: Yeah. Chris Ashank was playing it at Play Expo, actually. We sat down at a table and we were chatting and he was playing away on his game. Oh, Steam Codes, Steam Codes! Because you can get <laughs> free Steam Codes or something like that if you brought your Game Boy to the convention. <laughs> and he was not playing on it while simultaneously talking to us how on earth do you do that Chris if you're watching this please let me know how do you manage to keep chatting to people and play the game well
0: I think i figured it out he's secretly a woman and he can multitask <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can tell him that to his face
0: he knows <laughs> yeah, i to joke joking <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, Pokemon I would, it's definitely one that I need to look up Um,
1: Yeah but only look up the green English version and also if you're going to play that people beware save often because there are lots and lots of glitches in it that will crash the game because it's obviously a hooky cart so be careful.
0: I'm just put off with the the green in the title Uh, being being from the blue half of Glasgow myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well it's not green and white it's just green. If it were green and white maybe that's a creepypasta. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh don't get me going into these Pokemon creepypastas please
0: I'll try I'll I'll steer away from the is, is it a Pokemon Blue
1: yes in Britain they released or in the western world they released red and blue in the first generation and yeah. I, my brother had blue so that's the one that I
0: played my nephew was um, a big fan of Pokemon every time I'd see him he would have his Nintendo Game Boy be Pokemon stuck in it and he watched all the cartoons.
1: Unfortunately I can't engage you in conversation about the anime because I've never seen it apart from the fact that it sent all those kids mad, didn't it, or something. Gave them epilepsy. (laughs) There was an episode of the cartoon the Pokemon anime that gave children seizures in Japan. I'm sure everybody knows that though.
0: I did not know that. Um, As I said earlier, my knowledge of Pokemon is very, very limited uh, Mm. at best.
1: (laughs) See, that's the thing. Kids see that it's... I'm sorry, parents (laughs) see the kids playing a game that's about monsters battling each other. Mm. You don't want them to start pitting the cat and the dog against each other in the front room, do you?
0: Yes. I mean, no... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's inherently evil Pokemon at its core.
0: Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> <took it myself. laughs> I've got an evil side to me myself. <laughs> anyway, the next game... Yes, uh, we're moving uh, on, come on. Yeah, I believe the next game is actually the last game. If, uh, oh. Exactly, is it? Oh, I think I'm going to
1: string this out for as long as I can because I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm yes. enjoying
0: it too. It's the first time I've actually done anything like this, so... yeah, it's good. But um, I'm very agreeable to Unit's Choice because it's one of my favourites myself. Uh, I had a version of this in my 8, but an earlier version, but it's um, Championship Manager. 0102, I believe, is the one you went for.
1: Yeah, and there's a reason behind this specific Mm -hmm. version. Before this, I'm going to go into something else, though. I was going to pick a different management game for this one. I was going to pick International Cricket Captain, which Ooh. I've spent far more time playing in my life, but nobody cares about cricket. So, for the purpose of, of entertainment, <laughs> I'm going to go with Champman, because everybody's heard of that. Yes. Uh And this is before everything got confusing with the football manager, Champman branding licensing nonsense, but...
0: Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, it was one of the... It wasn't the last one, but it was... Certainly the last good one that came out before the split up.
1: Mm. Well, the specific reason I picked this version is because there is a community still out there on the internet that does database updates for it. And I know this is going mm-hmm. to be pointless for me, sat there on my desert island with no access to the outside world, but at least I'm going to have the up-to-date database from the when I was exiled to the we,
0: island yeah but make sure you avail this version before you before yeah. you go to the island
1: oh and also it's yeah. downloadable for free IDOS put it on the website and you can download it for free and you can't go wrong with that for free
0: oh, I've actually still I, I've probably almost got every version of championship manager still on disc apart from the one I chose in 83 and I've got most of the other ones um, was, from two upwards
1: was that one on a floppy disc
0: it was on a floppy disk um, on an Amiga.
1: What I used to love about those older versions, those older PC games, specifically Championship Manager, they used to have these big boxes. Now we've switched more towards the DVD cases, but back then they had these big a 4 size boxes, big yeah. thick things. <laughs> and there was no reason really apart from for them to look better on the shelf. So people would say, look at that game, it's ten times bigger than all the others, I must get it. And when yeah. you opened, it, yeah, when you opened it up, all it was was an A4 manual, which there's no reason for that really. And the game case, I've got loads of them up here on top of my wardrobe actually. I can see there I've got Premier Manager 3, boxed, I bought from a boot sale for a quid. I said to the lady, I shouldn't have done this, I said, can I take that for a quid? Yes! She was gonna sell it to me for 10p or something. <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> but I was, but I was specifically looking for that game and I saw it on a boot sale and I thought, oh, I want that. But then, unfortunately, I tried it on my computer and it wouldn't work, so I had to start messing around with DOS.
0: Oh, I've already recently got um, DOSBox on on my laptop. And, um, oh, it's a nightmare. It, was, it is a nightmare, but it's it's good to get some of my old games working.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and also, I remember downloading an abandoned war game, one of the earlier Premier Man- it might have been Premier Manager 3 and it was on a floppy disk. It said, oh. burn this to a floppy disk or put this on a floppy disk to run it. Ah, That is a small <laughs> game. Under one megabyte. Jeez, under one megabyte games.
0: I had a version of um, Premier Manager 3 and I i don't know if it was a special edition. It must have been, but um, included with the game I had was a, was a, an editor. You could actually edit Because I know a lot of Championship Manager games have got editors, but this is only a Premier Manager game I've seen that had an editor.
1: Hmm. Oh, this Uh, one. I believe this one has an editor. Yeah, you must have the same version as me. But that's another reason for picking Champman 0102, because the older versions actually do come with an editor bundled in. So you can make your own teams, you can make your own Sunday League team with all your mates. You can make (laughs) your pub team, you can make Wigan Athletic, and give them a million pounds and send them 10 million, 100 million pounds, send them from the bottom of Division 3 up to the Premier League. Yeah. There you go.
0: Do you know, have you, have you seen um, Blue, uh, Blue Tonic, who's Championship Manager, but he's got a U- uh, team for, uh, full of YouTubers?
1: Yes, I have h- applied to be a player to be purchased in the January transfer window on that.
0: I think I have as well. I think the last time I watched it, I put a comment on it Please can I read the <laughs> that. <team? laughs> I,
1: I think my ac- application has been accepted as well. So hopefully uh, guys, you'll be seeing the footballing talents of Harry Ack on the Blue Tonic channel.
0: I don't know if he seen mine because I I, put, I think I put a comment. Well, I suppose there's a possibility the comment may, might not have worked, but I'm sure he put a comment on it but I've not had a reply. so PM yeah. him. I might do that. Bluetonic, get me into your game. That's, no, that is a brilliant idea. Uh, he, he must have spent a, a huge amount of time editing that game.
1: I know. He's done a full database update, hasn't he, for the current yeah. season. Now, I have tried this in the past for an hour and then just completely given up on it when I realised the sheer scale of this because you literally have to dedicate a part of your life to updating this because by the time you finish it, If it's just one man in his bedroom, it's going to be out of date. It's not like a video game in the olden days where those games were timeless and you could spend three or four years honing them and making sure the bugs are all lined out. With this, you've got to do it quick. You're on a time limit.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose that's the handy thing about transfer windows these days. I suppose um, once the transfer window's closed... You can get it relatively <laughs> up to date.
1: <laughs> oh, the transfer window's closed. Time for me to get typing away at the database. Yes. What are you doing, now, Dad? I'm updating my database.
0: <laughs> Mind you, um, I think in the English leagues, below the world championship is still—you you can still transfer players out with the window, can't you? I'm not sure if I'm correct oh, in
1: that. I should know this because we're mm. in Wigan Athletic, or in the Championship. Yes, <laughs> the loan window is much longer. For example, we just loaned out Mark Albrighton from Aston Villa, and also I believe in Europe it's different as well.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose if I suppose if he's only updating the Premiership, then the window's closed, and that gives him more of time. But if he's doing the whole world, then it would be impossible to keep up. I
1: yeah. periodically get emails from FIFA and PES. I don't know if this is via my football blog because I have a football website or through my YouTube because I post my email on there. But they ask if I want to be a playtester for the Wigan Athletic team. I don't have the time to sink into that. And I don't play FIFA these days anyway. But it's nice that you're thinking of me, FIFA and Pez. I think it is. I think it was FIFA, actually, the most recent one. Well, yeah, there's not that many Wigan Athletic fans out there. I'm not ashamed to admit that, especially <laughs> not on the internet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I used to, I used to run a, a Rangers website as well. Oh, really? Um, when I, when I uh, worked for a radio station uh, previously, um, to practice my web design, I, I started my own Rangers website, and then in 2005, I think it was, um, I was taken over by a Network, and I became the editor. Um. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. But, uh. Are you allowed um, to say how much money you made from that? <laughs> you don't need, to tell tell us. you no, don't need to can, tell us.
0: No, I can tell you, it was very little. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, you know, that was only because of my own laziness, and because you, you get out of it what you put in. If I. Hmm. If, yeah, I had a contract where I had to do a minimum of 25 articles per month, and I was only just meeting the quota. If I had done 100, 200 article, articles per month, I would have made a lot of money. Yeah.
1: Well, so you can, see. Oh, we're going off topic here, we're going on yeah. to <laughs> blog marketing and things, but yeah. if anybody out there wants to sponsor my website, which is called Jesus Was a Wigginer, it's a Wigan Athletic weblog with news, reviews and opinion then get in touch with me dan at uk and we can hammer something out because I'm currently looking for sponsorship on there, so thank you very much you kind people and thank you very much JL76 Gaming for letting me <laughs> give that little plug there
0: well, it's, it's the least I can do for um for coming on to the show, really.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> but, yeah, getting back to Championship Manager. <laughs> um, the 0102 was the one with the red cover, wasn't it?
1: It's either the one with the red cover or the blue cover. I have yeah. both somewhere.
0: Yeah. I think that was the last one where you... When you played the game, you'd have the the picture of the stadium in the background as you're playing it, and I I like that. It's not really um it d- doesn't really add to the gameplay as such, but it's a nice yeah. little touch when you've got your stadium in the background when you're playing your game. I, I I just thought that was one of the best features about it. And then when the next person came out, I think Championship Manager Four, I think they'd, there's too much too many copyright issues, and they stopped doing mm-hmm. that.
1: Oh, that's a pity. Maybe you can still edit them in, however. You can get all the pictures from the previous version of the game, just copy and paste them into the new folder. Because I remember with a lot of the old games, you could do that. International Cricket Captain 98, going back to Cricket Captain, (laughs) you could do that because it was... I wouldn't say it was a one-man operation, that game, but it was a two-man team that produced it. So let's say it wasn't copy protected very well. So you could... Make your own stuff and mod that game extremely easily. Right. Even though there wasn't an official editor for that, someone, an independent team, did produce one. But yeah, sorry, football, football, not cricket. So
0: is that um, cricket game, is it, it's not, um, is it tied in with Championship Manager? Is it the same, there's to do with it, is it?
1: It's not. No. It's an independent no. game. It no. was, I think the no. name was Chris child if i remember correctly the guy who coded it as a university project and he got Mm -hmm. on board with a guy called tim cho oh how do i remember these names he was (laughs) i don't know what he did on it but those were the two guys that uh, made the game and it was a fantastic game in the cricket world i'd like to say it was a bit of a juggernaut because there weren't there weren't any cricket management games at the time it was the first i believe for the PC, there were some for. There was definitely one for the Spectrum, because I think I've played it on my channel.
0: There Guess. was all. There was all sorts of sports games. Cause I was watching um, Monkey Spaz. He was he just got the Spectrum and he was showing all his games. There must have been about t- two dozen horse racing games. Seriously? Yeah, he was just, Every second one he was pulling out was a horse racing game. <laughs>
1: Well, how, how many horse racing games do you need? Mind you, people might say that about cricket, so I should stay quiet.
0: There must have been there must have been a market for it. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, there's a market for anything, as you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say something that's completely gone. There. Oh, that's yeah. I was going to say um, you uh, you mentioned it was two guys that created this game. It's I mean it's similar with Championship Manager. It was um, Paul Collier and I forget, it was two brothers, wasn't it, that done that game at the start as well? Ollie? I want to see Ollie. I don't know, but it's the two Collier brothers that created that game as well, so. Obviously, that. From the
1: corner of my mind,
0: I seem to remember.
1: I have a. Hold on a minute, I can go and get it now. Just bear with me one second, ladies and gentlemen.
0: (laughs) So I have to entertain people while Harry.
1: Here we go. Michael Vaughan's cricket manager, and I'm thinking this was coded by one of the guys from Champman. I'm not sure. Ah,
0: uh, see, that's see, that's why I was asking Eleanor. It seems to it seems to ring be a bell that those guys done a cricket game as well. It's just something in the back of my mind tells me that I have that, or i just made it up. <laughs> not too sure.
1: Is it Ollie Norwell?
0: No, it's Collier, Paul Collier, and. Oh, no, no this is a different no. person. Oh, no. He wrote,
1: Cricket Coach Game, which I don't really like. I like Cricket Captain. Yeah. Sorry, I got confused there because you oh. said Ollie and I thought of a different Ollie.
0: Yeah, uh, I can't... I know it's Paul Collier, but I can never remember his brother's name.
1: Oh, isn't he a snooker referee? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know the names of snooker referees. I don't know. There was a lady of Snooker Referees. I don't know if she's still yes. Alive.
1: Mika- no. Not Michaela Strachan. <laughs> Michaela Tab.
0: Yes. Um,
1: See, it's pretty sad that I know all the names of the Snooker Referees. Actually, I don't know any more. But <laughs> i
0: Maybe you should go into to uh, Mastermind Snooker Referees. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start to <this> sore finish. <laughs> Uh, when I was looking into, because um, after I'd done my Desert Island Games, um, and I was talking about Championship Manager, I went on the internet to find it because you could download that for free legally as well. Mm. And when I was looking for it, I also found one called Basketball Manager, and it's, it's exactly the same game engine. Oh wow! Uh, I don't know if it was um, an official game or not, or whether somebody's just used hacked into it and or not, but um, so. It was, this goes to show you there's all sorts of management games out there.
1: What next? Croquet manager. That would be brilliant. Billiards manager. Yes. <laughs> or oh, long Crown Green Bowls manager.
0: I used to play Bowls. But yeah, no but I should,
1: I should think that a management game based on Crown Green bowling. Hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think it would work. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no. I mean that's Sorry, I...
1: go on I wasn't really gonna say anything interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that was your that was your last game And um eight great games see i've I've not obviously I've not played some of them but um definitely have good memories myself of, of a few of them, especially championship manager I could talk about championship manager all night <laughs> <laughs> i d- I don't like the I don't like the football managers um the new football managers that come out there too. Mm. They're too involved for me. Right. I I have like, got football manager for PSP, but it's on my PS Vita And it's just playing that game is like playing the older versions of championship manager. And that's that's what I prefer. Right. because
1: mm, there is a cut off yeah. point I believe. If you're gonna do a football management game, still make it fun. Don't make it like an actual football management simulation where you have to go into the office in the morning, sit at a desk you arrange meetings. Don't want to do that. Just want to get down to picking the team and the football.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Like I don't like all that other stuff. Even even the likes of training. I don't want to mess about any of that stuff. I just want to pick my team and play it.
1: <laughs> well, on the subject of football management games, might as well bring this up because it's on topic. But I used to love, and this is what got me into management games, and you might say this is strange. But it was a console game for the Mega Drive. The only Mega Drive football management simulator was Premier Manager. It was just called Premier Manager, but it was based on uh, Premier Manager 4
0: or something got, like that. I've got it. Not, not one after I picked up my Mega Drive this year. I was in the local shop in Glasgow and I seen it for £1.99 and I picked it up. Mm, I've, not yet, I've not yet had it in, <laughs> but I've got it. It's
1: a hard game. Yeah. But it's very easy to cheat. Here's a cheat, ladies and gentlemen. Go on. There is a battery backup, so basically just load every time you lose. That's it. That's the cheat.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to listen back to this uh, before I play that game on the Mega Drive. So
1: that's it's a lot more fun that way. If you if it's doing you nothing. Also, the thing about cheating is it makes you more adept at the game. <laughs> When you actually come back to play it fairly, you find that you're trained up more.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why. There
0: you go then. That's, there's benefits to cheating after all.
1: Yeah, but don't cheat online because you're going to get a lot of flack for that. Indeed. Oh dear. Now, going back to Cricket Captain again, there's a, there was a big furore about people cheating on Cricket Captain online when eventually a few years after the game is released, somebody's going to hack the code, aren't they? So you can get in there and change everybody's stats to 99. And you get these slew of people going online with these glitched players that would get 400 and 500 not out and crazy things like that in 50 overs. And there'd be this big outcry. Oh, there's this guy cheating. Name and shame these guys who are cheating. (laughs) Ha ha ha. But then you'd say, if you spent all that time hacking the game to modify that, you should be able to reap the rewards. Hmm.
0: Yes. Che- cheating online is not cool. I when, when you're up against other human players online, that gives you an unfair advantage, doesn't it? Uh,
1: yeah. It's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Don't cheat online, kids, please. Yes. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine to ram people off the road in Gran Turismo. No matter what they tell you, it's a video game. It's not real life.
0: Agreed. That's that just gives you a competitive advantage. That's not. Yes yes exactly Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing I'll, uh, what I want to say on management games since we're on the subject is have you ever played Ultimate Soccer Manager no that is I think I had it for the Amiga and the PC but basically it's a management game where you have the option of two controversial options there may have been three but two that I remember was you had the option to bribe a referee oh really hope- And hope that you don't get caught. (laughs) Uh, And the other option was you could um, you could offer buns in transfer deals. (laughs) (laughs) So so it was. was, I think it came out around a bit of time. George Graham was in in trouble for them. Oh yeah. Offer buns. So (laughs) it's it's quite controversial at the time. (laughs) So yes, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's a a, a, uh, hidden gem for you if you go to search for it that sounds
1: interesting actually because well what was I going to say The on the subject of cheating in games on yeah. FIFA and PES now there's a button for diving isn't there
0: yes yeah they the, 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 the had one for a while and then they done away with it and then they brought it back again I think
1: <laughs> because the public wanted it the public I demanded like it, it. Yes. oh no it was all Cristiano Ronaldo's fault yes <laughs> His own petition. Bring back the dive button.
0: <laughs> there's a scene in FIFA. There's a, you know, you can do all the different tricks and stuff like that. I don't know how to do them. I know how to do a couple, but there's one called uh, the McGee the trick. It's uh, there's a player that used to play for Celtic called Aidan McGee.
1: Yes.
0: And I don't know why they've named this trick after him, but to that effect, they should have. They should call the dive one. They should name that after Cristiano Ronaldo, the Ronaldo move.
1: Oh, he doesn't yeah. dive so much these days, though. Mm-hmm. But in those first two seasons, I think he was in the Premier League. Oh, the amount of stick he would get for diving! He would just, as soon as the leg went out, he would be jumping over it, and it would—the referee would fall for it every single time. He used to wind me up. But it's pity because he doesn't need to do that. He's a quality player, but he he's doesn't do that now.
0: Uh, Good on has- you. Yeah, did uh, drug bar used to do it quite a lot as well, didn't he? Mm. I
1: mean, he never stopped though, did he? <laughs> did he, eh? <Didier>. He never <laughs> stopped though, did he, eh?
0: Fantastic pun. Did you have anything else to add to the management conversation? Nope. Nope, i are happy with that. Okay, well that's uh, your...
1: Actually there was, hmm? but I don't want to string this out any longer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, by all means if you
1: I no, I'm only joking.
0: Right. Um so that was your eight games already. That was I was gonna say that's quick but it's not really. Um It's been over an hour. Has it really? Um. and here was me thinking it was going to be a half an hour show.
1: <laughs> well, this is mostly my fault for having verbal diarrhea.
0: No, it's good though because um I'm enjoying it.
1: Okay, what's next?
0: The next thing I was going to ask you, um was about your book, but if you don't have a book, I'm happy to move on to the.
1: Well, yes, ladies and gentlemen, buy my new book, Harry Yakety Yaks, out in all good shops now. There you go, that's my book.
0: Cheap plug. One, uh, I, I don't know if you've ever listened to Desert Island Discs, the new version, <laughs> um, but as well as getting a book, they also give you uh, a copy of the Bible and the complete works of Shakespeare. So. I'm not going to do that, so I'm going to give you um, a subscription to Retro Gamer Magazine. Oh, yes. And the complete works of Steve (laughs) Bermay. Oh, yes.
1: I would sit there and watch them all from beginning to end and then do it again and again and again. Because the amount of stuff he has on his channel, that would last you until you died probably.
0: There you go. So that's that's the Desert Island Games version of your free items.
1: Fenway is my only sustenance.
0: Took me ages to think <laughs> that up.
1: That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was fantastic. Thank you for those.
0: No problem. Um, so you are allowed to choose a luxury item as well. So what's your luxury item?
1: Well, I'm going to break the rules slightly with this. It's mm. teletext. Ah. Some of you out there may know that I'm a Teletext designer, or at least I claim to be. And this is, (laughs) this is slightly bending the rules because I don't think we're supposed to have contact with the outside world. So, it would have to be a locally hosted Teletext service on the island. And come to think of it, I'm gonna need my own TV channel as well. But, I'd set that up, but only, (laughs) only dolphins and seagulls would be able to see it, but, oh. Do I need to do that now? I've got Benway. Benway TV.
0: Benway but, TV.
1: But is that really any different from making a man out of a volleyball? Seriously?
0: No. <laughs> I, it is bending the rules slightly, but I think, uh, I think, because um, I know your love of teletext, I would have to allow it. For, yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, do they, and actually, I was thinking about this before when you mentioned teletext, when you sent me your answers. I was thinking, actually, Teletext is not technically cheating now because it's obsolete.
1: Oh no, it's not! It's still going.
0: <laughs> well, in in the UK. That's hopefully. correct. Yeah. Yes,
1: well, it still thrives. It still yeah. thrives in numerous European countries, especially yeah. Finland. Mhm. And they're actually the originators of something called, and you're probably going to be surprised to hear this, the International Teletext Art Festival. <laughs> There is an art festival for teletext. (laughs) This is what got me back into it, actually, because I used to do the designs some years ago, about five years ago, but I didn't really go into it. But when I saw a call for entries for this competition, I thought, I'm going to go for this, because this is something I used to do ages ago. And it got me back into it, and it led to a few things. And basically now I can claim to be a freelance teletext artist.
0: I was going to ask you how you got into the Teletext.
1: Oh, I've got to be careful though I say this. Yes, oh, go on. Do. I'm going to go out and say it. that um, <laughs> It was at
0: university.
1: No, I went to university. No, educated. It's uncool the to be educated, isn't it?
0: The University of Yak.
1: Yes, the yes. Hindley University, as I always say. But my third year dissertation was on Teletext art. And that's what got me into it. I got a first for it, which I'm incredibly proud of. It's incredibly geeky. At this day and age, why should I pick Teletext when it's an obs- it was becoming obsolete at the time and it was switched off in 2012. So, by the way, if there's anybody that needs any Teletext artwork doing, I'll do it for you.
0: <laughs> well, and on that um, note, um, you've done one for me for this very... Uh, show, the Desert Island Games one and uh, I must say I was absolutely delighted with it, it was exactly the kind of thing I had in mind So oh again, thank you very much for doing that especially so quickly because you you had it to me quite quickly and mm. I think you had some other ones you were doing at a time as well, so it's yes. very much appreciated
1: I was doing a piece for the Pointless Oddcast, which I can say that now because Lawn Boys Post 1975 has uploaded the pilot edition of that, which you can go and watch. Yes. I actually did a few designs for that, and they selected the the simplest one. So, But nonetheless, it's still there. It's still something that I did.
0: Yeah, I've I seen, I seen that uploaded. I've only watched the first few minutes of it, but um, I intend to go back and watch that full episode.
1: It's uh, only ten minutes long.
0: Oh well, there you go. I want to get a few minutes to watch
1: it. See the way that oh. day, see the way that Lomboy described it to me was that yeah, you know, it's going to be this huge rambling podcast podcast because he he kept saying oh, it's this brilliant new project we're starting up, and then when it came out, it was only ten minutes long. <laughs> Unless he's actually got about fifteen episodes in the can already and he's going to put them out periodically.
0: He may, we all have. Well, he did, he did say it was only a pilot, didn't he? Yes.
1: Yeah. I would like to see more of that, but mm-hmm. Dave, you've got... Oh, he's got a headset now, hasn't he? Because he comes on the, on the yes. live stream. I've actually offered to help him set up a future Q&A or a, a podcast or something.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I didn't realise it was only 10 minutes. <laughs> I could have just watched the full... Because sometimes I'll watch videos on YouTube and... Uh, sometimes just dipping in and out of them you know especially ones that are because i'm tr- i'm currently watching back the retro on limb one that i missed when i was in spain so but i All watched right. it bit by bit you know
1: uh, i've got to say about the retro on limb streamcast i'm going to try and make it shorter in the future the reason why it ends up going on for so long is either a because i can't bring myself to end it because we're having so much fun Yes. Or because we have somebody big on. Like the other week we had Guru Larry so we've decided to let it run for the full four hours because I don't know if I can say this but I ended up chatting to Larry about half an hour afterwards which is one of the great things about the podcast. Yeah. You get to chat to these people candidly. Yeah. Shout out for the Retro Unlim podcast.
0: Yeah, shout out to all the Retro Unlim dudes. Yeah.
1: Which you are a member of, aren't you? Yes. We're both retro I, that, that's
0: true, yes. I've not been on the I've not been on the uh, on the stream as yet.
1: Ah well no. you're welcome to any future ones if just let me know. And I can PM you in on the emails.
0: Well, I thought that um I thought that this would be a good way of um, of uh, It's a gateway drug. Break breaking my teeth that's not the way <laughs> you, know, <I> mean, <laughs> um, you know what I'm trying to say this, this is a really good yes. way of, of me trying to find work confidence to, to do things like that because the one time I did jump onto the retro stream I was very nervous and uh, I forgot to plug my microphone and my headset in and that got me all flustered and I just sat and listened to everybody else talk. <laughs> I'll
1: let you into another secret here. I completely lost troll control. I lost troll as well because I'm a troll. I lost control on that night because it oh. just got completely out of hand with all the different people jumping on because we had an open mic night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you came on, I, I couldn't even ask questions, think of questions to ask because when you're hosting the stream, you've got to think about shifting the camera between each other and keeping the conversation going. Yes. And you're panicking inside your head and you've got to keep calm on the outside.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine how difficult it must be to try and piece it all together when there's ten people on it <laughs> at the same time.
1: It's a bit crazy, let me tell you. Your ego, if you have an ego, yeah. it's got to go out of the window. Because in some of those, I say about three sentences, even though I'm there three and a half hours. Yeah, Either because I'm knackered because I've been up since six a.m. or something, <laughs> or because I literally have nothing to say.
0: I remember watching that podcast that you and Scott did with um, boy's Post. And um, think, it was it not the same night? I don't know if it's the same night that I was on. But you done one out. You done that podcast after the main show, and I, I almost forgot that you were there because you. Could <laughs> it was just all Scott and Dave mm. talking. Well,
1: so, it's past my bedtime, don't you know. <laughs> 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 Basically. On those, I'm just sticking around to host the thing. Yeah. We've not done one for a while, those post streams, but mm. may consider bringing it back. But mostly, I'm egged on to do those. People say, oh, "I'm still roaring, I'm still going. Let's do another." The,
0: the ideal time for me to do to do that, if I, if I was doing it, would have been when I was off <laughs> for eight weeks because I, I could stay up late. But now I'm back at work. I need to get to bed oh. at a decent time. And when I say decent time, I mean half hour in the morning. <laughs>
1: All right.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm a bit of a night owl myself. Mm. I did notice in the last uh, retro on limo stream, um, you were trying to end it for a while, but people just kept talking.
1: Yeah, Dave <laughs> was talking about Kim Jong-il. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness we were going into some ropey territory there i'm glad we ended it when we did yeah
0: <laughs> oh well um talking about ending i think i think we've got to the end of this almost um, Yeah, it's or, because
1: we've gone way off topic haven't we
0: yeah i was going to say what's your item <laughs> guitar but that was me i was scrolling up the page and i seen one you've done your luxury item, didn't you You've tail text. so
1: what was the guitar sorry
0: that was my luxury watch, watch item oh, yeah. oh I should have yeah.
1: can I change my luxury item I want an acoustic guitar now <laughs> you would
0: you would choose an acoustic guitar over teletext yeah. oh it's your items oh, by all can, means I,
1: oh, can I have a teletext oh dear can teletext count as the book <laughs> yes ok I'll
0: give, yes. That, I'll give you that as a book that's, that's technically reading technically you're reading it so yeah I'll give yes. you that
1: as a book yes. <laughs> and the guitar
0: okay before I end this though um, I would like to say to um, anybody that's listening that wants to be part of Desert Island Games and wants to come on then just drop me a PM Um, I will probably contact some of the Retro Online guys um, so look out for that uh, to do more in the future because I've really enjoyed doing this and Definitely think it's something I could do as a regular feature on the channel. Um, I think that's pretty much it.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me on this evening.
0: Thank you for coming on again and thanks to anybody that viewed it live, but um, I think it's more going to be a retrospective show. So, for anybody that's now watching it, thank you very much. And thank you again, Harry. It's
1: been an hour and a half.
0: That's not bad.
1: <laughs> not <laughs> bad, compared to the retro and limb live streams. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's only about half. It's only about half of a, <laughs> an <laughs> average <laughs> retro. Anyway, I thought we'll, we'll, we'll call it, a, call it an go-out there. Thanks again. And I'm probably going to make this a monthly feature, so look out for one again next month. Bye. Thank you, Harry. Bye-bye. Goodbye.